Hello, heroes, and welcome to the 56th episode of Campaign. I'm Kat Cool, your host and Game Master. Before we get started, first, let me tell you about Field Notes. Field Notes brand. USA made memo books and other products, including seasonal limited editions. Visit fieldnotesbrand.com or 400 North May. Next, this episode runs pretty short. That's because due to a technical difficulty, we no longer have a file that we recorded months ago that's necessary for plot movement. The material I do have on hand that could go next would jumble the flow of the game oddly, so I opted to leave this episode short. The guys and I have scheduled a time to replay through the piece we're missing, so starting next week, we'll be back on track. Now, James and I would like to thank our outstanding Patreon backers. Gary Blunt. Thank you. Jeremy Van Schalkwick. No, <laughs> Jeremy Van Schalkwick. Thank you so much. Oh, well, you just had to say it fancy. I'm, I, I have a Polish, fancy, I have I mean Polish family now. <laughs> Eric Nelson. Thank you. Marcel Cabato. Marcel Sabato. Thank you so much. Marcel Cabatops. Thank you. <laughs> no. Brian Dean. Thank you. Ken Bellagrino. Thank you. Thank you. Matt Ballard. Matt Ballard. Thank you. Matt Heck ran yeah. a great game of Ten Candles for me. Oh, at, yeah, that game sounded so cool. It was. I'm very envious. David Sherdewan, thank you. Megan Kane, thank you. Justin Talboom, thank you. Mike McSee. Mikey McSee. Mikey McSee, what a name! Yeah, right? Very cool. You sound like an 80s cool kid. Oh, that's because I think he's intentionally made his name that way. I'm on to you, Mikey. Joaquin Olson, thank you so much. Thanks, Joaquin. Tess Casey, thank you. Joseph Rice, thank you. Nicholas Archipov, thank you. Gary Shaper, thank you. And now... A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Hangover! A noxious bit of negative nostalgia led Lenik Gilo to turn in early for the evening, abandoning his friend Bacta at the bike ball. With no way to make the two-hour flight back to their space B&B on his own, Bacta was forced to continue his evening alone. Emotionally vulnerable, with no place to stay, and no friends apart from the vinegarish vigilante Vuvu Valentine, what consequences could this evening have? It may be more severe than you expect, but also probably what you expect as well. Meanwhile, Tristan Lynn, tasked with restoring the flow of the important medicine of Fredanine to the embargoed Findar, reach out to customs wet blanket Chuck Warsaw. So now you're trying to find him. So the way that you do this is survival. That's what you used to track. Gotcha. I feel like survival and streetwise are... Streetwise you can also use, but that would be you talking to people, going around, and you can still use it. I think that's my... But that's what I'm better at using than survival. Absolutely. Average difficulty, but there are some issues. You know, you have some black dice in there because the closer you get to finding him, the more likely people are going to be like, hey, you're that guy. Librarian. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just a straight failure. Well, so tell me the the montage of you going around, what it looks like. You can try a survival after this, you know, but like, where do you wind up and how long does it take? He goes to the, he's going back to customs, except this time he's since, or to the back of customs and tries to like. To the office. No, to like the back of the line, like the place where people come out of customs to like leave onto the next one. And he's like talking to people being like, yeah, man, that guy was, the guy back there was really a stickler. Did you have that guy? You know, the guy, that guy was horrible to me. Right, right, right. You know, really a stickler for the rules. Trying 
game, like, and people are like kind of dismissing him, being like, "Yeah, I know what you mean." And then like walking. Yeah, off customs like, is inconvenient. Yeah, <laughs> like not giving him what he wants. So uh, he moves closer to customs and tries to like scope it out for a while. Yeah, and doesn't find Chuck. He's just kind of at a loss because he can't figure out where Chuck is. But then he gets the idea that it may be better to like track him if he can just get into the employees only area he yeah. may be able to like navigate and find him that way cool 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 uh so that may be a survival yeah so that's a well that would be like a a perception or a survival to see the employees only area and then a stealth to get in there right cool so we'll do a perception first okay that's going to be average so that's just two Boom shakalaka. Success. Yep. Two advantages and a triumph. Oh, perfect. Well, I was going to say with the advantages and everything, I think that uh, not only do you like see an employee, you see Maru, one of the people that was harassing Chuck the other day. So you know that they're probably on the same shift. Yeah. Head and, back into the employee. Yeah, only. she's heading back into the employee Perfect. only area. What about that triumph, though? Maru remembers me, right? She, she might. Okay. The triumph is Maru loves librarians. And <laughs> after the whole debacle with the grenades, like Maru is so on the side of the librarians because she's like, librarians, grenades, obvious. Obviously. Um, yeah. And so if I can get to Maru, Maru is totally like in my camp. Okay. So, like, then roll me a stealth to get on through. Uh, success and a, a advantage. Cool. So the scene picks up with you pulling up alongside this Vindian woman with a. Uh, she has like one of those shaky salads. Oh yeah, yeah. Know? It's like she got. A, they have like a vending machine that does salads in a, like a cup. Fresh yep. salads in a cup, and so they she, shake them up. She's yeah, been shaking it. She's uh, shaking a salad. Excuse me. Do you need a hand with that? Hey, Maru. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you. I remember you from, from the other day. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Crazy, What huh? you doing here? Right? Well, I'm not... You that... were here for the convention? Yeah. Yeah. How's it going? It's, go- it's really fun. Not back for my grenades, if that's what you ask, if that's what you're thinking. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> I right. understand. You're that guy with yeah, the grenades. Yeah, the library. Cinnamon Rex library. You know, that was such a fuss. The people are throwing such a fuss. It's like, thank you. Thank you for saying that, because that's exactly the way that I feel. And, you know, I... Have I you understand. been, like, you've been fine without your grenades? We may do. You know, it's... Uh, Obviously, I wasn't well, even thinking you. it's bike, you know. Right. We can find more grenades. Oh, of course <laughs> uh, you can. So we have been. Um, but, you know, I don't blame you guys. You guys are just, you know, you're doing your job. You know. I've been through customs You know before. how Chuck. You oh know how God, Chuck, Chuck is. Yeah. Got wet blanket. I think someone, one of, Maru, it was either you or someone called him wet blanket. Then everyone started. You know, we all, yeah. Uh, that's kind of how he's how's known he, is, he, is he still? He's the same as ever. He's just he's You're the same shift though, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's uh he should be coming back on soon. Is he still back here on break? Yeah, yeah. Would you let me do would you do me a favor? Would you let me run in there and and bust his chops a little bit? I swear to God it'll be brief. It's just a joke, it's just a fling for me. Please. But, you know, we we razz him, we razz him, we do. But we all kind of love him too. Oh, so you gotta. I love the guy too. Trust me, I'll be I'll be you know golden strings on the fiddle. Uh, so you're here to pick up your grenades. If I can just get them. Just stopping in to see. I'm oh, you know honestly I understand why they don't want me to have them on planet. I'm just making sure that I don't lose them because they were expensive. You know. You know well and he he is the person to see about forms for that sort sure. of thing. So I'll go in, I'll pop in, I'll give him a little you know I'll Josh him, I'll tossle his hair, and then we'll talk grenades, and then oh my god, it was so great to see you. Good to see you. What's is your it, name again? 
Cinnamon Rex. Cinnamon Rex. Librarian. Nice to see you. If you ever need a book. Hey, you know, maybe. <laughs> Great. It's this room right here? That one right there. Great. You can see him. You can see the back of his boring little head right there. Perfect. Yeah, so Trist, like, kind of ducks into that room. I'm assuming, like, the automatic door slides open. Yeah. He comes in, shuts the console, and locks the door, and, uh, like, hits the blinds on the window. <laughs> so, the like, the window uh, blinds. Yeah, That's, go down. Uh, They perfectly go so that when Chuck looks around concerned, there's, like, one strip of light across your eyes yeah chuck wars up what are you doing here all right all right uh yeah. security i've locked the door and i shut the blinds because i wanted to have a con security hey 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 hey, hey chuck i want to have a conversation okay calm him down uh charm charm, nego- charm would be great we'll we'll try charm yeah just charm god just he's not charm. good at this sort of thing so it's just a two Oh, wow. Four successes minus two failures. So two successes yep. and the advantages are a wash. Oh, cool. So. Hey, Chuck, Chuck, relax, buddy. What are you doing here? I'm here to talk to you, okay? Wh- Look, I'll be honest with you. I never thought our paths would cross again, okay? No offense to you, Chuck. You're kind of a hard guy to deal with. I'm sure that you've heard that before. I'm a hard guy to deal with, too. We're two very strong personalities. We're going to rub up against each other, okay? Sparks are going to happen. I understand that. I'm not here to make sparks. I'm here to talk to you man to man. I was on planet two days ago, okay? I went down to planet. As luck would have it, Chuck, I ran into somebody, Dr. Cabral. <laughs> oh, no. That's, you can see his face starts to, like, pale a little. Buddy, buddy, I know, okay? Look, like I'm saying, Why are you... I kind of have a sixth sense, sixth sense, sixth force. I kind of have a sixth sense for these things, okay? What? That's your ex, right? Uh, well, how did you come back on planet? How did nobody find you and take you in? Because they're looking for Chuck, you. Look, listen, I'm not here as a librarian, okay? That's my job. I'm here as a man and as a human being to talk to you and let you know she's not doing well, okay? She's she, not. She's not? No. She's sick about this. I mean, it's only been, what, a little while since you guys, you know, I'm not saying divorce because obviously that's a different thing, but... She's not taking this well. And Chuck, I'll tell you, after running to you for five minutes two days ago or yesterday, <laughs> you're not taking it well either. What are you doing? I'm not. Well. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm not taking it well. What are you doing? Well, you know, looking at you in here talking to me about this, I don't know anymore. Chuck, do you love her? Look, like I said, I'm not here as a librarian. I'm not here as the guy who's grenade you confiscated. I'm here as a human being and someone who cares about love. Do you love her? Love what? Because you don't just stop loving somebody, Chuck. No, you don't. And you try to tell them that. No, you don't tell them that, okay? You don't tell them that. You make them believe it. You think she doesn't love you? Because she does. Because I can see her pain. Because she's hurting. What do you want from me? It's not what I want from you, okay? It's what you can do to win back your wife. You know the planet has a deathly shortage of epinephrenine. Epinephrenine. Thank you. If there were a way for you and your role as a customs agent to get some ephedrine into the planet, you know what that would do to your wife? Make her job easier? <laughs> Make her life easier. And you know what people with easy lives do? They laugh. You know, they drink a bottle of wine. They embrace their husband, their lover. They fix their family. They heal their lives. Are you, so you're, are you saying that you can get an ephedrine shipment? Yeah, I can get you a crate of ephedrine. I can get it to you tonight. Tonight? Tonight and potentially some more along the way. And you can take that ephedrine down to planet to Melissa, Dr. Cabral, and you can fix your marriage. I can't do that for you, okay? Why, 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 why are you doing this? I told you, Chuck. I'm not here as a librarian. I'm here as a man. 
and I'm here representing love. It's bike work week, okay? Are you... This is the week the dreams come true. I feel like you're... Are you manipulating me? I don't... I mean the... Manipulating you? Into what? I don't know. <laughs> love? I don't know. What do you... What do you want? Chuck, do you believe in the Force? Uh... I didn't used to, but I've seen some stuff in this last one week <laughs> that has made me think differently, okay? And when the universe, call it the Force, puts something in front of a person, maybe sometimes you just pick it up and run with it. Or you don't. Or you go back to enjoying the last five minutes of your lunch and then go back out there to the customs line and yell at people for the rest of your day and you do that for the rest of your life and, you know, she moves on and you move on and your daughter comes home from college and she finds a broken mess of a life for herself and maybe she goes up to be an unhappy cat woman. Maybe that happens. Or maybe tonight you meet me and Tris takes out a piece of paper at this slip and you pick up a box of medicine and you heal your life, Chuck. I'll see what I can do. Great. Also, can I get one of those forms for my grenades? No. Fine. The we're, grenades. Yeah, the, we're keeping those. The grenades you keep, okay? We're keeping those because yeah. you shouldn't. That was you shouldn't have tried. Shouldn't, to bring shouldn't those. try to bring those in. That's really responsible. Should not have done that. Should have ended this whole thing on the love line that I ended it with. Anyway, how do you unlock this door? It, you should never have locked the door either. Please never. That's that's just very. Chuck, you're ruining the moment. You you're being the guy I met yesterday. Okay, be the guy that Melissa wants you to be. Be that guy. All right, don't cry out there, okay? They're sharks. They smell weakness. Don't bounce. Trist leaves. And the door closes, yeah. and we cut back to uh, Lenica and Bacta. So it's the morning, very early. Sun <laughs> is like just starting to shine into the room of the Airbnb, and I, I wake up and I have the the book, like sort of. I fell asleep with the book, like on my chest. It's a book book. It's not like a. It's a book book. It's old looking. Yeah. Leather bound. Leather bound? Yeah. And fairly small. Interesting. Like um, like maybe the size of like the, the like a moleskin, you know, like, yeah. like that. Like a pocket. Yeah, pocket moleskin, but thicker. Cool. So you get that. So I so I, I wake up. What's your outfit for bike today? For bike today, I'm just going to wear my space onesie. Okay. So I, I put that on. I, I take the book. I open it up. Folded inside is a glove. Oh, Jesus. I take that out and I put it in like the inside front pocket of one side of my onesie and then i take the book and i put it you know in the uh, the other side pocket i'm a good bounty hunter and one day i'll rule the stars no oh no and then i flip on my communicator and get a lot of <laughs> voicemails all right lenick i'm calling because earlier i think i flew off the handle a little bit and i yelled and it wasn't right i'm just calling to let you know that uh, the party's still going on and i think i'm just going to spend some time with vuvu and uh the other bounty hunters so yep that's it just to let you know you don't have to feel guilty about anything i think i'll be fine Hey buddy, it's me. I'm just calling to say that uh, the party was good, and I had a lot of fun. And uh, and uh, Vuvu said that she would give me a ride back, which is great. It's just so generous. She's just been so great about that. But first, we're gonna go get cupcakes, and I think your favourite cupcake is emerald velour, right? So I was gonna go pick pick up a cupcake for you. If you don't want Emerald Velour, just uh, call me back uh, and hopefully you'll catch me before we get the cake. Uh, see you soon. 
Hey, buddy. I'm sorry. I was just... We got to the cupcake store and the bakery is closed, so no cupcakes. I guess I'm just going to have Vuvu take me back and I'll see you in a little bit. Buddy, we broke into the bakery and we're going to make our own cupcakes. So um, if you have a favourite recipe for, for Emerald Velour, just uh, give me a call and uh, I'll do what I can. You know, I'm not as good at baking as you are, but I'll, I'll get you a cupcake and we'll get Trish whatever trash cakes he wants and we'll get some Tamlin, some meatloaf cupcakes. It's going to be good. I'll see you in a little bit. Okay, so here's the situation. We were not the first group of bounty hunters to break into the bakery. Another group got here before us, and they want us to leave, and we told them we're not going to leave, and then Vuvu challenged them to a bake-off. So it's down to our team, Bosk, Dengar, Vuvu, and me versus their team, a bunch of scrubs, I don't know, and, and we've got to make better cupcakes. And I think I'm going to go with the with the Emerald Vol. Uh, so, uh, if, if you get this, just uh, get, get in the airspeeder as quickly as possible and make it down to uh, the Swamp Bakery on 3rd Street. It's right by the big tree. And uh, come here because we got to show them who's boss. More like show them who's bosk. <laughs> Buddy, what was the name of that spice that you used in that cake? And I said, it shouldn't be used for a cake, but you used it in the cake, and it turned out really well. Oh, my God. It was nutmeg. All right, buddy, never mind about the cupcakes. Uh, Dengar dropped the tray and just spilled them all over the ground. So there's no way that the four of us are going to be able to bake enough new cupcakes in time to beat them in the bake-off, so I guess we're going to have to find something else to do. So, no Emerald Velour cupcakes, I'm sorry about that, buddy. Never mind, Boba Fett just showed up and he brought new eggs. We're back in this. It's going to take a lot of work, but I think we can make it under the clock. I'm going to get all the nutmeg I can. Remember, if you can get here, get here. We need you, Linux. We did it! We did it! We won! Oh, man! They turns out they had no idea how to bake at all. No idea at all. We're the best. We're the best baking bounty hunters on Criffing Finder. And it's all because of you, buddy. That nutmeg was perfect. It was perfect. So, because we won, they have to go skinny dipping in the big lake. But then Vuvu said that everybody should go skinny dipping. So we're all going skinny dipping. I'm going to send you the coordinates where we're going skinny dipping. If you get this, uh, get in the airspeeder as quickly as you can. Make your way over the lake. It's going to be so much fun. Lenick, come out with us. Come out with Lenick. us. Lenick, come out, come out with us. Lenick, come out with us. Okay, buddy, never mind. Don't come to the lake. Repeat, do not come to the lake. It turns out it is super illegal to go to the lake, and there are Findar cops everywhere, and it also turns out there's a monster in the lake, like the monster we fought earlier, so you definitely don't want to go to the lake. Oh, so many of the scrub bounty hunters drown. Luckily, Boba Fett pulled us out. Uh, we're going to find something else to do. I'll give you a call when we figure it out. Come, come to the lake. We're getting churros!
Hey Lennox, if you get this, call me back because we're at a Nod, we're at a 24 hour pet shop right now and Dengar wants to get a snake because he thinks the snake will make him look cool and dangerous and they won't give a snake to anyone unless somebody is sober so if you get this and you're still sober uh, give me a call uh, and we'll tell you where the pet shop is and you can come out to the pet shop and Dengar can get his snake Lenick, if you get this, we're going to hell at the moon. We're going to shut it down. I'm just calling because I'm sorry I yell at you all the time. And I don't like being angry at you. And I don't like being angry at Trist either. And you do things that are so dangerous. But you're my brother, Lenick. You're my brother. I love you. Okay, Lenick, Rin is being lame and she doesn't want to stay out anymore. So she's having us take her back to her ship. So we're just going to hang out on the ship. Uh, I think we're going to open a few beers and just maybe play a few hands of Sabok. And who knows? Just going to hang out on the ship. So if you want to hang out on a ship, you want to hang out on Rin's ship, give me a call. Lenick, give me a call. We'll be on the ship. Lenick, Bosk says Rin likes me. What? What do I do? So I hurriedly get the rest of the way ready, grab my sword and, and whatever. I hop in the speeder. I start cruising off. And as I'm driving away, I try to call Bacta. Bleep, bleep, bleep. It goes to the answering machine. Hey, uh, Bacta, it's it's Lenick Gilo from the Minoc. I am... <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Um, gosh, I'm so sorry that I missed all of your calls last night. I, it was a, it was a rough night. Uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, uh, we, we can, we can talk. I'm on my way to um, your hotel. Well, not your hotel, but the hotel where you are. And I, I hope that you are doing well. And I am. Looking forward to spending the work week with you. <laughs> uh, so please g- give me a call back when you get this. And I, again, I, I am so sorry. Uh, by the way, I still have uh, the money that we stole <laughs> from Sneak and Two Bike. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god! So I hope I hope that you still have also the money that you and I stole from Sneak and Two Bike. I hope that everything is okay with you because it's okay with me. And I'll see you soon in two hours. Take care. Bleep, bloop, bloop. There's like this shot of Lenik driving and you see him like heading off into the distance with the, the city that he's heading towards where, where the convention is. And that like wipes over yeah. to Bacta now putting on some clothes while Vuvu is sort of... Yeah, she's in, in the bit. blanket, but like head on the pillow still. What time do you think the Valentines get up? It is not this early. Not when they're this hungover. I think it's you coming out of the shower. Bacta mm-hmm. comes out of the shower in a towel mm-hmm. and he's starts... Gotta get our fan service in. Searching. <clears throat> well, I mean, this actually... I think a frontless towel. First time. First time that everyone gets to see your tattoo. Yeah. 
On Bacta's chest, there is a tattoo of a Deveronian woman looking serene, and there is a small halo of clone names around her head. That's depressing. Mm. Bacta starts looking around the room for the odd areas where items of clothing have been discarded. Flip one of those dark side points to a light side point for me. You get all of your clothes and everything, uh, everything that you came with. You're fine. Everything's fine. Is the lightsaber here? The lightsaber is here. Great. That's the That was the important thing that he was thinking about. He grabs his convention badge. He looks at it. It's still flashing red. He goes, gotta find that slicer. And then he heads over to the auto chef. Mm-hmm. And he grabs from the refrigerator a bunch of items and starts making a breakfast. Uh, you want to make me a stealth on that breakfast? Uh, so yeah, Bacta very stealthily makes breakfast. That's three successes and an advantage. So the they... breakfast is damn good. So it's really good powdered eggs and Iwaki jerky. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, Bacta is not making powdered eggs and Iwaki jerky. Bacta is making English muffin breakfast sandwiches Ooh. that he is individually wrapping for everybody. Aww. He takes a bite of his. It is delicious cool everybody else on the ship seems to still be asleep so you can exit or deal with any of them so with that back to opens his communicator he's only got the one missed call no you open up the communicator Mm -hmm. and you see a bunch of text equivalents one from twam that's like is twam okay the text from twam is got home safe don't worry then several messages from someone named Jeezel that say, where are you at, girl? I had that info that we were talking about. Then one several hours later that's like, hey, I thought you were going to check in. It dawns on you that this might not be your communicator. Whose is it? Uh, Vuvu's. I... You guys have the same exact model of communicator. Start going through... I open the Jeezel contact. Uh-huh. Is there any information? Is there a picture? Mm-hmm. Is it a Deferonian? It's hard to see. It's like a distance thing, you know, that's like at a famous location in the galaxy. Okay, but also, does she have orange skin? Whoever's fur? there is orange. Okay, and like, is she wearing just a like tanked, a sleeveless shirt? <laughs> uh, not in this. In in this, uh, I think she's probably wearing some sort of dress. Um, um, I'm making a xenology. I want to know how common a Deveronian name Jeezel is. That's a good scene. Also, we got to do a back to basics. So we're going to talk been about Sean. Yeah, we got to uh, make clear how wrong I have been pronouncing a name. So back to so James, not back to James for two and a, and a half years now or so. Yeah. No, just two years. Yeah. Just two years. Uh, James has wanted us to call this person Saint Giselle when their name is Sean Jeezel. Yeah, well, I've got dyslexia, and I feel like... And you don't know Irish names. There's no... Well, I mean, I should know Irish names. <laughs> as a as half-Irish person, I should know a little bit about that. But I... Yeah, obviously, nobody says this character's name, like, in Clone Wars or any of the movies. No, it's just in comics. Because this was just in EU comics. Uh, so the real name for Bacta's former Jedi love interest was Shane G. Sean. 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 
Sean. So it's not Sean. It's like an I in there. But Irish names. It's S-I-A-N. Oh, Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Just for the record, too, you're pronouncing Lenik's name wrong. It's actually Lendik Gelman. (laughs) (laughs) It's Uh, me, Lendik Gelman from the Minoc. So from now on, when we refer to Jeezel or Sean, that is who we are talking about. Most likely, unless it's, hey, this person in uh, Rendezvous Valentine's phone who is a different person. We don't find out. And if we say Lendik Gelman, that's (laughs) That's Lenik. Okay, we should unback to basics. Back to hold, you know, holds the communicator, and then he starts looking for his communicator, uh, which we know was back in. Yeah, that's back in the other room. Um, you you are scrolling through the stuff on this, yes, and I'm... she has a birthday put in, and you know Sean Giselle's birthday, and it is this birthday. Giesel. Thank you, Giselle. Giselle's birthday. Okay, he stops at that, and like, there's some clear sweat on his head, and like one of the like some minor freak out moment it's like a very silent freak out where he's stopping and he's looking at that birthday and the birthday is like getting bigger and closer (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then he starts scrolling through more looking at the different exchanges and the swipe up of your finger takes us over to lenik i mean i'm cruising yeah you pull into the because it's the two hours pass yeah so uh you park I think I think as I pull into the city, the sun is up really high and mm-hmm. it's really like, it's just pretty. It's just real pretty. It is. It's a really calm day. Mm-hmm. And like it rained last night. So everything's, you know, all yeah. fresh now. So I, I park and I go to where I, I try. I, I ca- try and call Bacta one more time. You hear a bleep, bleep, bleep in the other room. So with that, Bacta looks at the communicator credentials here and he memorizes them. Uh, or attempts to. Um, I think you're competent enough to memorize that. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, and it's just he's mumbling uh, the numbers under his breath over and over and over as he's getting towards the room. He opens the door, immediately looks for his... Uh, you open the door. She's in the shower now. You can hear the, the fresher going. It's on the nightstand. I grab it immediately while it's still ringing, mm-hmm. put this contact into it. Ignore Ignoring the call. Ignoring the call. Okay. Yeah. You have the contact information. Um, he immediately calls back. I'm in the middle of leaving another voicemail when I get the call. So it's like, hi, Lena Gilo from the Minot calling back. Just letting you know that I am uh, coming up to the ship where you are to meet with you so that we can go to bike. Oh, you're, you're calling me now. Okay. I'm going to hold on. I'm going to switch. I'm going to switch over. So, so I'll talk to you uh, right now in a second. And I accidentally hang up. I don't know how we keep getting each other's voicemails. <laughs> oh, I thought you just called me. It says that you just called me. I don't know why I'm leaving a voicemail now. I'm just going to hang up and I'm going to call you again. Uh, I call you at the same, <laughs> same time, time. And I the was... calls just don't go through. We <laughs> then, both get and voicemail. And then you both wait for the other person to oh, call. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like... <laughs> Five minutes passes where we're like... And we both decide to dial at the same time. (laughs) Uh, Then you go to start calling him back. You walk back into the kitchen, go to start calling Lenik back, and Basky's like, if you're going to make a call, can you just... Just make it outside the ship. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So you walk outside. Yeah, I'm there. <laughs> yeah, so you walk outside and Lenik is walking up, staring at his phone, putting in the info. Oh! Hey! Good! I had a... I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, too. Okay. I got... I think 
I remember being pretty mad. There are a couple things that I don't remember from last night, but I'm now, if I was, I must have yelled at someone, and I'm betting that was probably you. Yes. Oh my god, I am so sorry. It's okay. Uh, I'm sorry I had my calm off. Uh, how, how is the money? Did you did you get it back? What do you mean, did I get it back? Did you get it back to the B&B? Did you get it back to the room? Oh, yeah. I safe? Put, I put my half there. Where's your half? My half is in the speeder. Oh, well, then it's still in the speeder. Oh, okay. Well, let's, let's go to the speeder. Let's verify. Okay. And we've got a list of things to do. He... Where yeah. is... Back to, like, trails off thinking of how to say yeah. this. You... Did you rush out of the house this morning? Well, kind of. I felt bad. You forget anything, you think? Oh, my gosh. I think I left the kettle on. <laughs> we, go, we cut over <laughs> to the yeah. Airbnb. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> The guy who owns the estate is going to have to figure that out. Yeah. Well, it's going to be fine. Once the water is out, it's just a hot kettle then, right? Yeah. Which is not great. It's not great. Unless it's like an electric kettle. Still whistles, though. Yeah. (laughs) It's not even a real whistle. It's like a record. It's like a digital recording (laughs) of a whistle. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, gee. Uh, No. I mean, maybe. I don't know how to that. Mm. I hope that doesn't. Mess up our security deposit. You're not wearing an eye patch. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought I'd take a break for a while. Okay. Well, all right. I guess, you know, that's kind of a disguise in itself because your profile definitely says that you wear an eye patch. So that's that's good thinking. Yeah. Yeah, it's a disguise. Okay. So what's on the docket for today? Oh, we've got a new item. This happened last night. Bacta pulls out his convention badge. It's got the red light on it. Oh, cool. I want one. It means I'm a person of interest uh, in the... Oh, I definitely want one. Mm, (laughs) That means that I'm suspected of stealing sneaking two-box money, which is not what we want. No, we do want to steal their money. Well, we've already stolen their money. Okay. Now, we don't want people to find us before the end of convention, because if we violated the convention rules, then our bounty hunting immunity is next. Then I guess we have to find out who actually stole it. And I wink at you. That's a really good idea. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Holy <laughs> smokes. This might be the first time you've ever seen him wink. I mean, I have winked often, but this is the first wink that you've seen. You've ever seen. I've never seen a Rodian wink before. I don't know how it works. It looks really cute. He has these giant eyes and really big, like, uppity eyelashes. They had eyelids. That's a really good idea. Yeah, well... I mean, I'm I'm sorry. I oh, didn't mean to sound surprised. That, that's that's great. There are a couple of ways that we can spin this. Bacta is now uh, walking with you. The way I see it, either we find another person to pin it on, and they know they're looking for a clone. So hmm, I'm not sure. Unless you know any other scummy clones, I don't know. I'd want to pin that on anyone. Or this is something that we say Sneak and Tubok are doing for the insurance money. Yep, it's just like Sneak too to pretend that something was stolen from him, and then lo and behold, he gets repaid every credit in insurance. Oh, it's perfect. How are we going to get the insurance company to look into it? We make an anonymous call. <laughs> okay, that's a good start. And yeah. then all we have to do is sneak back into their booth and right. adjust 
How did we try? How did we get into the safe? You both did different things. I think that you. You. He has the codes. Yeah, you have the codes. But he didn't get into his safe. All we have to do is edit the log to make it look like it was accessed by someone who knew the codes. Well, I mean, for my the safe that I took from mm-hmm. has just got the front of it completely cut off. Oh boy. Okay, we just have to plant Sneak's fingerprints on... Well, I can guarantee you they're already all over that. What about a a cutty weapon? How did you open it? I used a lightsaber. Oh, boy. Do you have a spare? Maybe on the ship. (laughs) We definitely have at least one spare lightsaber on the ship, but it is not with us. Yeah, well, you don't have any functional lightsabers. You have the the crystals are used up in your engine. Do we use every lightsaber? Except for the one that you keep special. Um, okay... Okay, no, so it was cut into. However, I liked your log editing plan. If we edit the log to show that it was accessed right before it was cut open, then that could, you know, imply that he opened it up to make sure everything was pushed back and then cut it off and then took everything out of it. He could have just opened it up, took everything out of it, and then cut the door off. I mean, that's way more reasonable. (laughs) (laughs) I had a lot to drink last night. I am not thinking straight. Okay, so that's... That's good. So we have to get our hands on that safe or just think of some other way to imply that it was him. Speaking of hands, we've got to get our hands on a hand. Oh my god, you're absolutely right. Let's make that our first stop. we got to go to the armorer too. Jiminy Christmas. There's a lot to do today. End of episode. Now, how about a Dear Minoc letter? Dear Mr. Valentine, this letter has been sent off in hopes of receiving your counsel. Yours truly is an award-winning, sector-wide known actor of the Alderanian Guild of Grand Theatre. The director, a feeble-minded fellow, has decided to stage a play embellishing the exploits of, or better, exploitation done by the crew of the ship this letter is supposed to reach. Being the star of the theatre, yours truly was rightfully given the role of the main protagonist to bring to life to the grand stage. This being you. Mr. Valentine. To get to the issue at hand, the director falsely sees your driving motivation as being bravery and heroism. However, yours truly is experienced in understanding you embody fear of commitment. The director, however, does not see reason, and so, yours truly, is required to ask for your confirmation of yours truly's stance on the issue. Wow, this person does not know how to use the phrase yours truly. Please be so kind as to explain what motivates you so this annoyance can be put to rest. Signed, Acting on Alteron. Well, first of all, uh, Acting on Alteron, let me begin by saying I, I find actors and uh, all of their ilk, uh, directors, costume workers, all of these uh, people, the worst scum in the galaxy, absolutely deplorable the things that you people do. Costume designers? Anyone who supports an actor's um, blatant and flagrant mockery of real life and real experience, uh, they're all lumped in together. They're the, the worst sinners in all of the ring. Is this like a ringist thing? Because this is an attitude that was prevalent around 5,000 years ago, but it has since eclipsed. No, no, no. I, this is, I, I don't know necessarily that there's a correlation between uh, my hatred of actors and the ringists in general hatred of actors. So it's not actors. like a debauchery issue. This isn't, this is 
isn't something that no 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 the, uh, the, I have nothing morally wrong or religiously wrong with an actor I just think that they uh, the the pretenders you know the 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 fakers who go out there and they they uh, they try to like you know create you know fake worlds it's like but, it, it, wait wait you assume identities all the time and you hang out with Linux yes but they're doing it for performance art and I am doing it to accomplish you know very specific aims and goals as pertaining to the betterment of the universe. Okay, okay. But what What about uh, people you. like Thank Nemo? What about writers? Because they're also... I have no problem with a writer. But he's creating worlds and things. Yeah. He, Absolutely. He... But he's not lying about it, okay? He's not pretending to be something that he's not. And judging by this person's letter, I can tell you straight up, they are not a writer. I've never heard the phrase yours truly used more times <laughs> in a letter. My issue is, are they allowed to do that? Are they allowed to? I guess they can. It's Alderaan. It's, it's Alderaan, just, are they allowed, allowed to do what? To do all sorts of things. Just, well, first off, how are they even getting accounts of our exploits, you know? The, the second thing is, I have seen and heard of many plays about me going up throughout the galaxy. I did not sign over my life rights. I did not sell my life rights. You absolutely signed over your life rights. What I signed over was the right to imitate my life, but not to put it into to an artistic expression such as a play. A couple years ago, Trist got drunk in a bar and he this signed a contract no because he thought that he was going to have an army of people mimicking his actions. I see. No, I, I'm on board. So That that's... person used clone way too much for the contract that I signed. Also, I'm pretty sure I can get that invalidated because I was inebriated when I signed the contract. I don't think so. I think that there may be laws depending on what planet Who we were on. Who are you going to appeal to? This is my problem. <laughs> I am now powerless to do anything, you know, to this the, these people who want to do plays about my life. Okay, your weird hang-ups about acting and plays and the fact that you've signed your life rights away a while ago aside. What is your driving motivation, Tristan Valentine? Here is my main issue. This person who claims to be portraying me in front of an audience of people doesn't know my motivation. If he has to ask me what my motivation is, he has no, no business he's, being Tristan Valentine. Because Trist Valentine never asks himself what his motivation is. Nine times out of ten, I don't know what I'm doing while I'm doing it. We know that, but uh, think about... So, have you seen any of these plays before? Oh, I've seen some of these plays. So, it might be doing an established one already. What are the common uh, interpretations of you, you know? First of all, they never get the accent right. Anyone who does Trist Valentine never gets the accent right. All this core world BS, I was born on Tatooine, okay? I've never spoken with a core world dialect in my life. But you get into the theater and these, you know, foppish, short pants wearing, uh, just, you know, dressing, dressing uh, with... I've never worn a pantaloon, okay? Trist Valentine's never worn a pantaloon. Well, that's all classic theater. You know, that accent is taught in theater because it projects better. This is my problem, okay? It shouldn't be open to interpretation. The only thing that I open is fire with my blasters. And the only interpretation is the trepidation I get from not killing... Okay, that one didn't work, but you understand what I'm saying. So let's see how we can help them out. Heroism. What do you think of it? Garbage. Yep. Okay. So that, uh, that's helpful. Commitment. What do you think of it? Absolute garbage. Oh, I feel like we've just confirmed all this person's suspicions. Well, I mean, unless there's stuff that you dislike more than those things that aren't the Empire, you know, that's... And Hate the Empire. Right? Yeah. What other things? 
cock blocking. Right, that's true. Womanizing is a, I mean, it's a goal. It's not a successful goal, but yeah. it is one of his core motivations, it seems. Whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, I object to the term womanizing. Humanizing would be closer to what I do. Is that true? Uh, yeah. I have never seen you creep on another e- gender. And also, whenever creep. I've been around, when you've gotten <laughs> calls, you ask if they're female, which is a really weird move. It's over very the, weird. Over the... What, to get more information up front is a weird move? Honestly, you were the first person that I've met who's had such a specific hang-up surrounding gender in the entire galaxy. Yeah, I was assuming that you were straight because of it. What? I can't believe that this is what you all think of me. How long have we known each other? And this is this is the way that you think Five of me? Five years. Two weeks. Look, women like me. Women like me. It is not my fault that they seek me out and draw me into these situations. I don't think that's a thing that happens, So You said that you were on the dry spell for like the whole time you were back then. I know. Thank God. Thank thank ringest God that I was finally able to uh, exercise some sort of, I don't know if it was like a pheromone thing that just wasn't working. Okay, so avoiding responsibility and commitments versus like actively pursuing. Okay, again, I just want to make clear, these are all your words. These are not my words. I want to I want to know like the hierarchy of uh, of what's important to you. You want to know my uh, uh, Space Maslow's needs? That reference went right over my head. <laughs> <laughs> no one took a psychology class here? All right. No. Shelter, you know? I need a ship. <laughs> I see. I see what, you're doing. <laughs> what we're doing now. Yes. <laughs> I give me a ship, give me a set of controls, give me glasses. You know, that's no, number okay, one so, thing I need so, is to be in the air. So I'm not, I'm not talking about needs. No, I'm talking about wants. Fly. I'm talking about wants. Say all of your needs are accounted for. Perfect. What's, what's after that? What do I want? What do I want? A uh, couple of blasters at my hip. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I like nice things. I like a nice bottle of wine. I like a cheap bottle of wine. I like good quality kimonos. We know this. These are things that I like. I'm a material guy. This feels right. This feels like you want you want freedom to do things that you want to do. Core mode motivation freedom and sure. second is like a nice things you like you like various luxuries and yeah. i think you often consider people those so. i want people to be held accountable too you know people have to be held accountable for their actions no this is I no. very willing to help you with that great i mean that's that's what we're all here for right okay here's a mop you're gonna clean up the wine spill that happened last week okay first of all that's art that's an expression of my art on the ship what is it supposed to be what's that what is it okay first of all that's not a question that you ask about art yes, what is no, <laughs> that's a question you answer for yourself. I don't answer what art is. To. No, I wasn't asking what it means. I was asking, like, what is it? What's it named? And also, people give artist statements all the time. Give your statement. First of all, that's an artistic choice, which is a choice that I'm not making in this context. For, you, don't tell me about art. Art is the <laughs> no. Art is the ultimate loophole. So if you if you have a problem with something that I'm doing, it's art. All right, there we go. Acting on Alderaan. I feel like you've got more than enough. Except to show if it's you. acting. That's not art. That's the lowest shenanigans. Form. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Campaign. The crew of the Minoc will be back again next Wednesday. The Campaign Podcast is a one-shot podcast network production and a joint presentation by Paracosm Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with great videos, podcasts, and live shows for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. The Star Wars Edge of the Empire role-playing game belongs to Lucas Books and Fantasy Flight Games. Finally, all music on the show is performed by the Snowdens of yesteryear. Until next time, peace is a lie. There is only passion. (laughs) 